0: Hello, everybody, and welcome to another episode of What's Your Fantasy, a fantasy football podcast. Uh, You know what it is, everybody. Fantasy season has rolled to an end, except for some of the unfortunate uh, uh, leagues here playing out week 18. And we have a lot of starters sitting out this week. So um, congratulations, major congratulations to everyone who pulled out a W. Um, In the championship game, uh, we're going to talk a little bit more about that. Uh, Scott is smiling here as I look at him. Congratulations, Scott. Uh, Our first inaugural winner of the What's Your Fantasy Dynasty League. And we'll delve into that just a bit here. Um, Scott, Steve-O, though, you guys doing okay today? Doing excellent,
1: MJ. Uh, I thought so. Enjoying the new year. Um, 2023 ended with quite the bang. But uh, 2024 seems to be off to a great start as well.
0: Yeah, awesome, you guys. And we'll go ahead and start with our icebreaker for today, which is going to be a uh, 2023 redraft of players um, with the current stats for the year. Okay, So we know exactly how the players performed this year, um, and we're going to do our a redraft based on those stats with, of course, what's your fantasy scoring half PPR Um, parameters are of course, it's going to be a um, standard except super flex. All right. Super flex um, quarter two quarterback. Is it just one flex Scott wide receiver, running back tight end one flex. And are we doing defenses or not?
1: No. So we're just doing six rounds. Uh, so super flex, that's two. And then uh, wide receiver, running back, tight end,
0: and uh, normal flex. Ooh. And of course, we've already randomized uh, the draft order here. We're going to start off with Scott, followed by me. And then, of course, good old Steve-O, the fun train. Of course, with that third round reversal, um, are we are we ready, gentlemen? Let's get it. Yes. All right, Scott, the so one-on-one, um, who you got?
1: All right, so the top fantasy score of 2023 was Josh Allen, 390.6 points, but I'm sticking with the guy that carried me all the way, was leader of my team, the, uh, the player that my team is named after, Hurts Like Hell, Jalen Hurts for the 1.01. 01.
0: Jalen Hurts, uh, great pick. Um, easy for me. I'm going with the... Uh, number one fantasy score, that's going to be Josh Allen for the one Oh two. Sebo.
2: Yeah. Well, you guys, you guys took the great top two quarterbacks. So I think I'm going to have to pivot. Oh, you, I know what you do. It, <laughs> do it, baby. Do it. And go with CMC for my number one overall pick.
0: You got a back-to-back. Where
2: it gets tough. Um, do I want to lock him down? You know, I'm going to go... I'm going to go with Tyreek Hill.
0: Easy peasy. Great decision. Um, Gosh. Uh, if I'm going with some p- potential advantage, uh, this is kind of tough. But... Can I make those points up somewhere else? Oh, this is tough, you guys. You know what? I'm going to be smart. I'm going to take C.D. Lamb right here. Uh, C.D., who I have in What's Your Fantasy, uh, finished as the wide receiver one for the year. So I got to take that positional Wow! Baby.
1: Wow. Snipe my cowboy. That's who I thought was going to get back to me. But listen, this is super flex. Easy peasy. Give me Lamar Jackson. Hurts and Lamar Jackson. Game over, baby.
2: Uh. Yeah, That would have been my next pick, but I'm going to go with Dak Prescott with my third round reversal. Dakie
0: poo. Okay. Um. Ooh, so I have a man. I guess I. I honestly, I'll just I'll just shore up the quarterback position here, and I'll go finish with the next uh, quarterback finisher. That's gonna be Brock Purdy. Woo. Which is, which is surprising. But, but hey, points are points, baby. Points are
1: points. All right. Got a couple of options here. Um, I think I'm gonna lock down my wide receiver and my flex with this pick. Um, I hate on him more than anybody else, but listen, he finished as wide receiver three overall. I'm gonna go with ASB on Alliance for uh, wow. the yep, for the the 3.03 and then for the 4.01. I'm going with a stack, baby. Give me A.J. Brown to sack with Jalen Hurts.
0: Very nice, Scott. Um, going back to me, listen, I haven't gotten a running back yet, but um, as much hate as Scott gives him, uh, and I'll continue the trend. Points are points. Raheem Money Mostert, baby. Give me them points.
2: Yep, great pick with Raheem there. Um, I'm going to go with one of the guys on my wide receiver Mount Rush Moores And that is going to be Mike Evans. Oh,
0: second person I was considering great pick. Oldie,
1: you're 5.01 Steven.
2: Oh yeah. I forgot. I get to go again.
1: Um, so you still need a quarterback or I mean a super flex or a tight end. And
2: a regular flex too. Right. No, so your, re-
1: your regular flex is Mike Evans because Tyreek is your wide receiver.
2: Oh, it's only one running back, one wide receiver,
1: one running back, one wide receiver, one tight end, one flex. Ah, got it, got it. Got you back, got you it. need a tight, so you can pick another running back or wide receiver, but that takes up your super flex position, and you only have one
0: quarterback.
2: Yeah, no likey there. Well, you guys both have your quarterbacks, so that wouldn't be smart. So I got to go with my guy, Sammy Laporta.
0: Oh, SLP. Wow.
1: Took, took the tight end that got me to the ship.
0: Well played. Um, listen, um, I'm all about sniping. So another player, on one of my teams, uh, Kyron Williams. Woo! I Personal. hate you MJ.
1: That, that, that's so mean. You did not have <laughs> to take my running back there. You could have easily taken Travis Etienne, who was third overall in the season. Um, that's dirty. That's really dirty. Kyron Man, was going to be you know my what? next. Kyron, Kyron
0: showed up in the playoffs too.
1: So um, he did. Uh, Kyron also part of part of my ship. Um, really hate that you did that. I wanted him <laughs> on my championship team that I that I'm building right here. But listen, um, easy peasy. I'm taking uh, the next best running back. Actually, was third on the year ahead of Kyron, even though Kyron was out for a few games. I'm going to take Travis Etienne. Um, I, I think that was. He had a solid year this year, uh, number three overall. And to close it out, taking my tight end, going to take the GOAT, and that's Travis Kelsey.
0: Yeah, great pick and uh, easy for me. Uh, Kittle, who finished merely 1.2 points away from Kelsey this year.
2: I will wrap it up with my second quarterback, Patrick Mahomes, who finished – Lower than Jordan Love, but I want to have Patrick Mahomes on my team.
1: Crazy that Mahomes was the last pick in a a three-person, six-round redraft. 18th pick overall. So just to recap that, MJ's team. He's got Josh Allen at quarterback. CeeDee Lamb at wide receiver. uh, Raheem Mostert at running back. uh, Kittle at tight end. He's got Purdy at super flex. He's got Kyron Williams at flex. For Steven... He's got Dak Prescott at quarterback, Tyreek at wide receiver, CMC at running back. He's got uh, Sam Laporta for his tight end, Patrick Mahomes for his super flex, and Mike Evans for his flex. And my team, I've I've got Hertz for my quarterback. I've got uh, ASB for my wide receiver, ETN for my running back, Kelsey for my tight end, Lamar for my super flex and AJ Brown for my flex. I don't know about you guys, but I'm very happy with my team. Had I gotten Kyron, I I don't think it would have been a question. I would have had by far the best team,
0: Um, but I'm I'm very happy. I have Kyron. Yes. since I have Kyron. I have the best team. So
1: No, 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 that's not what I said. That's not what I said. I just said there would have been no question. I think the entire, I think I, I, Tyreek, I think, I, I think I, uh SIVO is pretty scary. <laughs> no, pretty scary. No, I Steven has the weakest quarterbacks. <laughs> you, you guys know how I feel about Mike Evans. Um what? Yeah.
2: If we're talking about points though, I think what? I do.
0: <laughs> oh god. Okay, okay, great. I love uh great start. And I, I can't wait till we do our 2024 uh early redraft, gentlemen. Um yeah, I can't wait to not be a part of that. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, great icebreaker you guys uh we'll move on to our next segment which is going to be the uh 2023 fantasy season, re- season review uh for what's your fantasy and we're going to be basing these um uh, recap on uh three categories of course uh the what's your fantasy finish uh based on my preseason predictions uh we'll move on to team superlatives led by the fun train and of course the playoff slash championship recap with scotty boy uh he gets to uh talk about himself for a bit, Scott. I see what you did there. So my projections uh, for this year were, one, Scott, two, Steve-O, three, Harrison, four, me, five, Lance, six, Robert, seven, Kenneth, John at eight, nine, Mitchell, Charlie at 10, Adex at 11, and Josh at 12. Now, my biggest misses here were, of course, Josh finishing at two, uh, which I think, I mean, everyone, all three of us especially, were surprised with. So kudos to you, Josh. Um, and my biggest miss on the top side of the bracket was Harrison, who finished 10th overall. Um, and of course, I got Scott at one. Scott, you're welcome. Uh, I willed it into existence. Um, but I think generally, I feel pretty good about my projections. Uh, Kenneth did, did do better than I projected as well. Um, i missed everyone by like generally by one or two placements. Um, I'm really surprised by a lot of teams, um, you know, and this being our inaugural season in a dynasty league in which of course we keep these players, um, for hopefully the entirety of their career, unless we trade them or drop them. Um, this is pretty great. I, I mean, uh, fantasy is all about, you know, we do our best to predict, um, what we can, right. And I love the fact that we had a couple of outliers here who really outperformed, uh, of course, Josh. So Josh, I, I don't think we can, you know, stop giving you the kudos for the team you drafted. And just imagine if you had Burrow, man, I mean, Burrow healthy an entire season. And of course you have Rogers coming back, buddy. So looking forward to this upcoming 2024 season, albeit it is nine months away, eight months away. So Uh, You guys have any comments on the the finishes for the year? Yeah, I think uh, overall you had uh, really good rankings. Um,
1: I can't uh, apologize enough to Josh for ranking him so low. He definitely um, uh, stuck it to us with a a number two overall finish. Um, Yeah, Harrison, I think, finished lower than we expected, partly because he had Rodgers initially um and you know lost him the first week that was kind of his his quarterback there with with jared goff so um that hurt him a lot also kelsey uh even though he finished as tight end two still kind of had a down year and where harrison had to draft him um spent a lot of draft capital to uh to miss out on some of the production um that he was expecting from kelsey um kenneth yep did a lot better than uh than you had him. You had him at seven, so outside the playoffs finish fourth. Uh, you know, with the CMC Eckler stack at running back that kind of carried him throughout the season. He ended up being uh the winner of the regular season. Um mm-hmm. almost unbeatable.
0: So uh, yeah, kudos to Kenneth too for a really good year. Yeah, you guys. Uh, just generally, I mean, first inaugural season, uh can't get better than I don't know, some random finishes um, and congratulations to everybody and congratulations to Scott finishing first in our inaugural season. So um, we'll move on to our superlatives. Uh, Stevo uh, hit us with something good.
2: Yeah. So we got a lot of superlatives. I didn't get quite every team, but um, have quite a bit. Some are dumb. Um, some are funny um but let's just hit it so first gonna go with some basic ones we got the best team name i'm gonna give it to mj with bed bath and B- Bijan. um just rolls off the tongue i know it was uh what midway through the season when you when you got Bijan from uh harry mj
0: yeah something like that
2: <laughs> but, uh um yeah i think like i said great team name i would say two aside squad oh. um honorable mention as the number two which i think uh Robert had all year so great great name there um, we gotta do better with the names myself included gotta make these a little a uh, little more um, fancy and funny um, but a uh, great team name, MJ Appreciate the uh, the best team never wins award. Uh, going that to myself um, because <laughs> I had the most uh, what max points for uh, Max PF. Um, I went 11 and 3, finished right behind Kenneth, um, but I got cold at the wrong time. And once again, um, in multiple leagues, I could not finish in the playoffs. So I think I had a really good team, and I could not finish. So best team never wins award, and that's going to remain true. I think I, I, I can't wait to see the day that the best team actually wins the the full ship. Um, the too hot to handle award goes to Scott. Um, obviously he got hot at the right time um, opposite of me he got i think he had the 11th most points against so second least most points against for the season um so obviously he got favorable with the schedule but he also had a good team obviously um and was i think top five with points points four and again his his team got hot at the right time and um, you obviously called him mj finishing it finishing first so um, deserved the win there. Uh, the most with the least award goes to Adex. Um, somehow finished ninth, even with Scott picking two top ten dynasty quarterbacks off of her team. Um, so I think it's like I said, she's she still got a solid team, um, even getting those quarterbacks pulled away from her. So shout out to Adex for for staying strong through the end. Um, the I saw the I saw the sign award. Um, shout out to Ace of Base, uh, the sign. Uh, Mitchell gets this award. Um, he realized he didn't have depth pretty early on and he jumped off his own ship. Um, he started with Tyreek Hill and CeeDee Lamb on his team, which is freaking crazy. And I think had he kept both of those players, I think he probably could have made the playoffs just with those two players single handedly keeping him um. Afloat on his team, so that's just something to think about. The fact that he had Tyree Kill and C D Lamb, which is bonkers. Um, again, crazy to think about. But Mitchell, you got a ton of draft capital now, so um, at least you uh, you saw the sign of not having the depth on your team to to maybe make a playoff run. Um, the fortunate son award, um, of course, that goes to Josh. I think we all predicted him getting last place. Uh, he had the ninth least points against seventh, both points to four. So fortunate with the schedule um, fortunate with some players that came out of the, uh, well, not maybe not came out of nowhere, but Raheem Mostert, no one um, in the fantasy realm would have predicted him to be the number two running back on the season. So I, I still think Mostert is his, his fantasy MVP. Um, Brian Robinson, I think did a lot better than a lot of people would have expected. And Puka Nakua, of course, Um, maybe offensive rookie of the year came out of nowhere and, uh, and did a great job. So, um, like I said, really fortunate with the schedule, but he, uh, he made the moves and he, he also got a chan on his team. So Josh has some, some young players Mm -hmm. that are gonna, um, he, 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 may have a scary team in, uh, in the years to come. So shout out to Josh for making it to the end. Um, the, you are what you eat award goes to Charlie, um, he traded everything and got nothing. So again, I think that was uh, not really much of a surprise. Um, he sold the farm and, and and got last place. So I think it, it makes sense how that worked out. Um, the Rock Purdy is my best QB question mark award goes to John. Um, has <laughs> Trevor Lawrence and Rock Purdy on his team. So um, I think he took Trevor Lawrence with what the – sixth or seventh overall pick. Mm-hmm. Um, and I think everyone, again, would have thought Trevor Lawrence to be a top 10 Dynasty QB. But Brock Purdy came in hot and uh, had a great year. And I think he is probably, maybe now, right ahead of Trevor Lawrence in Dynasty rankings. I haven't checked that, but wouldn't be surprised if that's the case. So shout out to uh, John getting that steal. And I forget whether it's like the sixth, seventh round of the draft with Brock Purdy and his backup. So um, good job getting him there. The, the Anthony Richardson makes my team real scary award goes to Lance. So obviously Richardson went on IR this year. Um, but let me tell you, um, Lance, assuming that his players don't fall off the cliff, he's got Lamar Jackson, Anthony Richardson teamed up with Tyreek Hill, Devonte Adams, Mike Evans, and DJ Moore. Again, those, those receivers are definitely aged, but if they do what they did this year, that's a real damn scary team. So yeah, um, I think Lance is going to be fighting, fighting again next year. Um, And last but not least, the bone by Aaron Rodgers getting injured in the first 10 minutes of his first game of the 2023 season award goes to Harry um, because Harry, of course, was first out in the playoffs, um, got seventh place. And I think had he had Aaron Rodgers on his team for the full year, um, I think stacked with Garrett Wilson, right? Um, Mm -hmm. He would have, he would have been a playoff team. So Aaron Rodgers definitely, I think, took uh took Harry down pretty far. So um great season. Again, I you know I, I didn't predict the rank the rankings for the year, but I did predict that I think the the league was um pretty, I guess, even as even as as even as you can be as far as um I well it was until trade started happening because again, had Mitchell kept his receivers um had Adex kept some more of her players, I think there would have been a lot more, um, a lot bigger of a spread and not uh, disparity. That's the word I'm looking for, between mm. first and last. So um, I think the te- the league did really well, drafted really well and looking forward to the years to come.
1: Yeah. And let's let's not forget this is a dynasty league. So those might be the superlatives for this year. Charlie is what he eats, but he's also going to have five of the first thirteen picks in our upcoming right rookie draft. Uh, and Adex and Mitchell, who trade away some bigger assets, they also have a lot of picks coming up in this rookie draft. So the beautiful thing about dynasty is, is things come full circle. Um, you got to do your homework though, and and draft your guys in these rookie drafts and and hope they hit. Um, I'll go ahead and. Uh, dive into the uh, the playoffs specifically and the championship a little bit. Steven kind of uh, stole my thunder a little bit, but um, some teams got really hot at the right time, and uh, some teams fell off. Unfortunately for Steven, he had to play me in uh, both of the dynasty leagues that were in together, and um, yeah, I happened to knock him out in the quarterfinals in one, the semifinals in the other. Uh, sorry, Steve, is what it is. Uh, you definitely had a really good team, but. Uh, you got, got to show up in the playoffs. I think you, you will in the future. Don't, don't sweat it. You'll, you'll show up next year. Um, Kenneth, his team almost unbeatable, uh, 12 and two in the regular season. Uh, I lost to him. I, I don't even know who the two teams were that, that beat him in the regular season, but he only lost twice, made it to, uh, the semifinals where he got knocked out by Josh, the six seed, um, and then ended up losing to Steven for the third place game. But uh, I, th- I think part of that was CMC had arguably like two of his worst games at the end of the year. Um, I say like worst game. He still had 11 points in week 17. So there's, there's that it was his only week outside of the top 15 at running back um, was, was in week 17. So um, and then, Poor Austin Eckler, man. He he definitely tailed off there towards the end as well. Uh, hmm. During the playoffs, his best week was the semifinals with 10.10. 10, um, you know, a guy that he was counting on to be a top 10 back throughout. So um, definitely cooled off there at the end. Josh's team, man, he definitely got hot at the right time too. Um, ended up getting into the playoffs as the six seed, uh, eight and six. Knocked out Harrison, who was the first out at seven. And then he just went on a tear. Uh, Josh, he knocked out Lance in the first round. Uh, Lance, also another team that got cold. uh, Ended up having, I think, his lowest point total in the entire season uh, in the quarterfinals. Um, And then, like I said, knocked out Kenneth in the semifinals. And then he met up with me in the championship where he put up a massive point total, 142.86 points. But my team... Literally caught fire. Um, it got better each week as the playoffs went on. And, and the first week I played MJ put up 149.96, so 150 mm-hmm. points to MJ's worst week of the year, 67 points. Sorry, MJ. Uh, and Not in the, the semifinals thing. put up 166 points uh, to knock out Steven, who also had a really good point total of 143. Um, and then in the championship, my team put up 175 points. Uh, I think my best, point total the entire year so um sometimes it's just about higher at the right time uh definitely very fortunate with some of my players Kyron Williams um as the guy that I picked a few episodes ago Steve was like if you if you're at the championship at the end who's who's the fancy player staying there with you I said Kyron Williams and sure enough uh dude went off for me in the playoffs 22 points 16 points 29 points uh for the three playoff games Um, and then Jalen hurts basically carried the flag for me all year. Uh, very happy with him as my dynasty quarterback, um, Sam Laporta, great still in the 10th round. Um, but no, I think overall the league did very well this year. Uh, I'm excited to see how this rookie draft goes and how some of these teams that didn't make it, um, are now going to be pushing some of the teams that did make it out, uh, in this next, this next season.
0: Yeah. Great. I mean, Awesome, awesome uh, season for What's Your Fantasy. And, uh, you know, like Scott said and previously about drafts and everything, you know, part of what I do too is a rookie, uh, well, my own rookie evaluation. So I hope to provide the best content for you guys too on that, uh, that aspect. But also, once again, Scott, congratulations. Congratulations to everybody. You know, this is just a start. And as long as this league has been together already, you know, Uh, We hope to continue this league for man, as long as we absolutely can. Right. Um, With that, you guys we will go ahead bump on over to the side bet finale. Uh, Scott, you got us with this um, segment as well. Uh, Fill us in what's been happening. Yep, so we ended up having eight side bets this year, and I'll just go through them one by one, um,
1: and uh, I'll give you the actual result and who the winner was. Um, And then a few of these side bets were also shotgun bets, which we've started paying up. Um, But side bet number one, uh, this was preseason. I said that CMC would finish outside the top five at running back. Not even close. He was number one by over 100 points. Uh, Steven and MJ called the opposite. Um, So he, he was actually number one by 106 points. Um, so, uh, hats off to CMC, um, stayed healthy for the entire year, was on an amazing offense and, uh, absolutely smashed it. Uh, I was way wrong. Um, so hopefully, uh, you didn't listen to my advice preseason and you took (laughs) CMC and, uh, you wrote him into the fantasy playoffs. Um, side bet number two, I said that CD lamb would finish ahead of Calvin Ridley in fantasy this year. Steven and MJ took the opposite CD lamb, my boy. Dallas Cowboys number one overall wide receiver in fantasy this year. Let's go! I wish I have him. I wish I had him in the what's your Fantasy league. MJ has him, um, and I don't think he's ever gonna let go. Uh, but Ridley finished uh, not terrible, number twenty five. So uh, still a flex, still a flex uh, wide receiver, um, playable weekly. Uh, definitely had some, a little bit of the boom bust, but probably. Uh, I would say reasonable flex throughout the year. Um, side bet number three. I said that ASB would finish outside the top 10. Uh, another one of the players that everybody else super high on that I wasn't. And I was wrong again. Um, he ended up finishing number three overall. Steven and MJ obviously took the opposite on that and got that one right. Uh, side bet number four um steven and mj said that jameson williams would finish with less than 125 fantasy points i thought for sure after his suspension he would come back and blow up but no it was definitely asb all year uh j uh, jameson ended up with only 69.3 so barely half of that point total so wrong again uh Side bet number five, and this one was our first shotgun bet. Steven said that Javante Williams would finish with a higher average points per game total than Jerry Judy. Uh, Me, MJ, and Commissioner Dave all took the opposite. Ended up being 9.25 to 6.89, so not very close. Uh, Almost a two and a half point difference there per game. Um, So uh, Dave, MJ, and I all owe a shotgun. I think MJ uh, and I still owe for that one. Dave has paid up already. Um, side bet number six, uh, Steven and MJ said that cup would finish higher at wide receiver than Trevor Lawrence would finish at quarterback. I took the opposite with Trevor Lawrence being one of my guys, um, cup obviously injured to start the year, ended up finishing number 39 for wide receivers and Trevor Lawrence finished number 15. Um, so I, I, got one back there. Um, that was actually the only, uh, the second one, uh, out of all eight that I actually got Right, um, not a very good year of side bets for me. Side bet number seven and shotgun bet. I said that Tua would finish outside the top ten at quarterback, and this was about halfway through the year when he was sitting around, I think six or seven. Stephen MJ and Commissioner Dave all took the opposite, and of course, he finished right at number ten. Which, uh, you know, if if freaking CJ Stroud would have just had one more twenty yard passing touchdown, uh, Tua would be outside the top ten. So it is what it is. Uh, bite the bullet, and I'm going to have to uh, take a shotgun for that one. Um, side bet number eight, and our uh, final shotgun as well. I said that Keenan Allen finished outside the top 10 wide receiver. Made the same bet when I made the two-a-bet. It was about halfway through the season. He was sitting uh, around wide receiver three or four. Um, and uh, Steven, MJ, and Dave all took the opposite. He did end up getting hurt, uh, ended up finishing number eight. Um, I have paid up for that one. Uh, already. But uh, yeah, overall, I would say uh, Steven ultimately won the side bets that year pretty convincingly. Uh, MJ with a very close second because there's only one where MJ took my side over Stevens um, and he lost. So uh, lesson oh. learned for M- MJ. Just stick with what Steven picks for the side bets. So you'll, you'll probably end up with a better record. Uh, but uh, yeah, hats off to Steven as our side bet champion. MJ close uh, second on that. Um, but if it takes me losing side bets to win the championship, I'll do that every year.
0: Uh, MJ with that, you want to give us the last MFK for the season? Oh yeah, baby. Um, so I based mine off of, well, they're going to be a, a three wide receivers, of course, and they're going to be to me. Uh, well, they are, excuse me, the wide receivers that have been snubbed from the, uh, pro bowl. Okay. So we're going to start off with, uh, one of the biggest snubs to me, ASB, DJ Moore and Brandon Iuk. Um, mm-hmm. yeah, toughies toughies. Um, so I just actually I, I just want to base this off of uh, pro Bowl voting in your end. Uh, MF Mary would be who you would say for sure should have been in. Uh, kill, of course eh and then uh, your friends with Bench Fitz borderline. So
1: yeah, I can take this first, um, hundred percent ASB would be my Mary, uh, definitely deserved it. think he got snubbed, uh, trying to remember it was CD lamb, uh, AJ Brown. And who were the other two from the NFC who got in over him Mike Evans? Puka and Mike Evans. So give me, Ooh. give me ASB over Mike Evans. Uh, I mean, for fantasy ASB finished number three, Mike Evans finished number four. I think Mike Evans got in over, uh, his name, um, I think I think it was basically a, a who is Mike Evans versus who is ASB. I think I think ASB definitely got snubbed there. He would have been one of my four from the NFC. Um, DJ Moore uh, would be my kill. Uh, Brandon Ayuk would be my friends with bench Fits. I think Ayuk had a very good year. Um, Debo ended up edging him out slightly, but uh, Ayuk finished I think number twelve in fantasy. Um, better offense, I think. If you put Ayuk on a team without a weapon like Devo, without a weapon like CMC, without a weapon like George Kittle, where he's the guy like DJ Moore kind of is on the Bears, Brandon Ayuk, sky's the limit, man.
2: So put him on a worse offense, and you think he does a lot better.
1: I'm saying make him the guy with nobody else. No and competition. He, yeah, like I, I think he, he would he'd be better than DJ Moore.
2: I'm going to, purely based off of – where I think the Pro Bowl ranking should go um, one definitely ASB no question and then I'm, I'm gonna front of bench defense DJ Moore and kill Iyuk. Um, and just for the record it will not handle the smack talk on Mike Evans who one finished as the number four fantasy wide receiver only five points behind ASB and two it's sick to my stomach just realizing that Tyreek Hill, ASB, and Mike Evans are all my RMC fantasy team finishing T two, three, and four. And again, got knocked out in the first round of the playoffs. It makes me sick to my stomach. Anyways, MJ who, who
1: are the who are the wide receivers on the team you got knocked out to? Your wide receivers? Yeah. So I mean, CD Lamb was one of them. So number one overall, but I can't remember who else I played against. You Pain, played Ridley man. that week. It, I think Rid, I think Ridley, I think Ridley popped that week. Uh, I think it was the week he got like two uh, receiving touchdowns.
2: Checks out. MJ checks.
0: Yeah, man. Um, I'm gonna have to agree with Stevo. Um, yeah, yeah. Give me, give me your thumbs down, Scott. Um, <laughs> Bear, but Bears bias. It is well, well. Bears bias would have been DJ. Also, Moore, that's uh, bias. Okay. But I DJ completely, um, I think, outperformed uh, what a lot of people um, thought he would do with that uh, Bears offense. And um, I can't talk... I, I, me and Steve-O talk so much about ASB, and I'm glad we got something another uh, setting here in which you pick ASB, Scott. And Ayuk, yeah, listen, Ayuk had a breakout year, uh, and I totally agree. If he was the alpha in another offense... Uh, Not necessarily a bad offense, but somewhere maybe in DJ Moore's position. Uh, I really wonder what would happen. So, uh, great selection, gentlemen. Who would like to go next?
1: Yeah, I'll take it. Um, So, I'm going with, uh, I would say, the three stud running back uh, rookies of the year. And this is moving forward uh, for dynasty purposes, so you got Devon Achan, Jameer Gibbs, and Bijan Robinson.
2: Oof. Oi. Big toughie. Big big toughie.
0: Oof. Uh, um. <laughs> MJ, do you have it? I have I, to I have to.
2: Mm. You know what? Yeah, I'll 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 take it. Um which I, I'm guessing without looking, this is probably. No, probably not the opposite order of what they finish. But um, I think I'm still gonna have to marry Bijan um, based off of talent. Although the the team is not is is in the worst position by far right now. Um, I still feel like he's the uh, purely the most talented. Um, I've got a friends with Benchefits, Jameer Gibbs, who had a great season and is still just. A little hindered by David Montgomery, but um, he, he just, again, looks incredible. And unfortunately, I have to kill A-Chan, which, again, I, I will say he's one of the rookies who definitely proved me wrong, along with Sam Laporta, as far as what he could do in his first season. Um, but I don't think Mostert's going to like completely go away next year, but I think A-Chan is going to be probably easily a top 12 running back, so um hard to kill him but i i think i will for now
0: yeah i mean gibbs robinson moster
1: gibbs robinson HN. oh
0: Hn, my bad sorry a- i was thinking moster uh a is gonna have to be my kill here um uh, gibbs bichon gibbs bichon I really have to give this to to Gibbs as my Mary solely solely because of Arthur Smith. And that's the only reason I think, I think long-term I think Bajon is the play. I really do think Bajon is the play, but like, I I think until Arthur Smith is gone, um, Hey, give it literally four days. (laughs) (laughs) I mean, I might be listening to this and, you know, in retrospect, uh, regret my decision, but I have to give that to Gibbs and I, it, it, with how productive he was, has been. I think I saw a stat this morning. I believe Montgomery is like 14 yards away from a thousand yard season and Gibbs is 36. And Gibbs had nearly no usage in the first quarter of the season. The fact that he was able to put these numbers up uh, towards the last three, four, last half of the season, Impressive wildly impressive so i'll take gibbs as my mary Bijan, as my friends with benjovitz and a chan as my kill
1: all right so i agree this is a really really tough one um and i'm gonna differ from both of you
0: guys oh what No, you're Uh, not taking a Chan.
1: i i will give you i will give my reasons um but first i will start with this so all the players we're talking about right now uh, finished within the top 22, so they were all at least an RB1 or RB2 on the season. Jameer Gibbs was number nine. Bijan Robinson was number 12, and uh, Devon Achan was number 22. Um, let's let's not forget that uh, A. Chan also missed four games. Really, I would say four point five games because the game he came back in, he got one attempt. Um, So really, sorry, he missed six games. Um, So he also did not have a full season. And having said that, Devon Achan has Raheem Mostert ahead of him, which I think Mostert has a shorter shelf life remaining. So having said all that, Bajan Robinson's going to be my Mary. I think he is the best talent of the three, even though he's arguably on the worst team. If the Falcons can get a better running back and improve that offense even 1%, uh, I think it's going to make him that much better. And if they stop trying to share the love with Algier and just make Bajan the guy, uh, sky's the limit. I think he absolutely still can finish running back one like we've all talked about, like everybody's talked about. Mm-hmm. Devon A. Chan is going to be my friends with Benchvitz. Um, As I mentioned, shorter shelf life on Mostert, I think, Dolphins are super high-powered offense. A-Chan is so fast. He's the baby cheetah. There's one person faster than him, his teammate Tyree Gill. Like A-Chan is crazy fast with the ball in his hand. Um, and unfortunately, Jameer Gibbs of these three would have to be my kill. And And this is – I'm talking long-term mm. dynasty more than just next year. But it's very, very close.
2: Well, it's a good tie-in to my MFK because I got some crossover with Scott. Um, I got three Dolphins for Dynasty moving forward. Um, That's going to be Tua, Jalen Waddle, and Devon Achan. So I'm leaving Tyree Kill out of the the equation here. So we got Tua, Jalen Waddle, and Devon Achan. And just for... I don't know why i did not know this but two is only 25 years old still which i did not realize so young gun so just gonna leave that out there and let y'all take it man it. super super flex yes
0: uh i hmm. i hate when we throw in super flex because it weighs everything so one-sided i i mean i'd be dumb to pass on tua as my mary if especially if you're super flex with all those weapons uh gosh man it's got yeah I, I have i have it it's gonna be tua uh as my mary it's gonna be uh it's gonna be waddle as my friends with bench fits and it's going to be a chance my kill uh, and I'll quickly explain especially for dynasty outlook like look um we know for a fact that Tyreek Hill is on a limited amount of time per him per him um now long term uh, i think with how much they hyper target uh hill uh obviously waddle who has produced his rookie year, and there's a reason why he still ranks so highly. I, I think Waddle will just eat long term. And Waddle's still still a kid as well. So that's why he's my friends with best fits over a chan.
1: Oh man, uh, this one is extremely tough as well. I, I think MJ is correct, though, just based on positions and yeah. what we know about like Superflex, gotta go with the quarterback. Um, it seems that the Concussion scare with Tua is gone, and trust me, I was as scared as anybody else about it. Um, seems like he's learned how to fall and protect himself, um, and they avoid play calls that put him in a position where he could get concussed. Um, so in a super flex, I think you got to take Tua. I, I think he's going to be solid top 20 quarterback play for, for a decade at least, mm-hmm. as long as he stays healthy. Same thing with Waddle. Um, I think he's easily going to be uh, minimum wide receiver two. Uh, once Tyreek Hill is gone, possibly in the wide receiver one conversation um, for at least a decade. A-chan, yeah, this is his rookie year. Uh, Running back shelf life is short. I think he might have half that time as an elite runner. Um, For that reason, that would be my MFK. For next season, though, I I think I'm taking uh, A-chan of those three to be in my starting lineup, uh, honestly, for next season.
0: Hmm.
2: Yes, yeah, it's tough. I, I I agree with Achan as the kill for the reason you guys mentioned, but I honestly was going to go with Waddle as my Mary. Um, okay, interesting. I you know I'm I'm not on the Tua injury prone train, but I still feel like his shelf life may be shorter than Waddle's, and so I'm going to marry Waddle because of that um, in terms of bench if it's Tua, but man, if the Dolphins can stay healthy. They got a a scary, scary team. Just the fact that we don't even have Tyree Kill in the mix in this equation, and, uh, and Raheem Mostert. So we don't have their top running back, their top wide receiver that we're talking about right now. Mm-hmm. Um,
1: Raheem Mostert would be my ultimate kill if all five of them were in this MFK.
2: Yeah, we know because you guys are the same age. Um,
1: <laughs> <laughs>
2: Ouch. Uh, <laughs> Um, with that, we will do our last jukebox of the season.
1: Juke.
2: So first it's new year, clean slate. So fresh. So clean is going to mm. be on by, by outcast. Um, in the song, ain't nobody dope is me. I'm just so fresh. So clean. So fresh. Don't so clean. clean. So sexy. I'm just so fresh and so clean.
0: So fresh and so clean, clean.
2: Thank you, MJ. Um, so, Scott, coming off a strong 2023, what are your goals for 2024, and what are some three to five year goals for your team? Oh,
1: who man! Uh, what a question. Um, I think I'm going to try and sell some players high. Uh, maybe get some picks. I'm not. I'm not going to try and rebuild right now. I think my team is solid for another. I would say three years. I think I can be a constant playoff team with, with this team that I have um, for sure three years, maybe three to five. Um, but I think I have enough assets, especially at the running back and wide receiver position that I could sell a handful of them to uh, maybe some of these teams that have a ton of draft picks. Um, so I think I'm going to try that in the offseason, season, um, see what sticks uh, as far as my three to five year plan. Baby, win, 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 win. Uh, I'm trying to be a dynasty. One year is awesome. You know what's even better? Two. You know what's even better than that? Three. I'm not, gonna, I'm not I'm not going to sit here and be LeBron and say and start counting on my hands how many championships I'm going to win because I'm not going to jinx myself. Uh, and and trust me, I, I know I got hot um, and as lucky as anybody at the end of the year, but um, at least for goals, trying to win, baby, trying to win as many as I can.
0: Yeah. Great question.
1: And then uh well, I guess MJ, anything that you wanna i
2: wanna add, any any goals for 2024? Sorry.
0: Oh no, you're good, man. Um uh I I'm actually pretty happy with my team right now. Um now I think one of the biggest things I want to aim for is uh see if I can get a little bit more quarterback stability. Um you know, I think in terms of the players I have for my quarterbacks, I think Watson next year for me is going to be the, it's going to be the lad. like I'll give him one more year. How about that? See if I can shore up the quarterback position, another QB three, a solid top 12 QB, if possible. I think that's the biggest uh, goal for me, especially with how solid the rest of my positions are. So, um, yeah man I'm, I'm just excited maybe you get uh, get some picks and then long-term goals um i think just let my as mccarthy with dak really mm-hmm. overperform for me yeah um and i really think dak's still got a good two three years so long-term plan uh see if I can trade out Dak high that maybe this year, I don't know. But I, I with, with my stack, I, I think the Dak CD stack, I, I think that's hard to give up at this point. Um, unless you trade both of them in different packages. I mean, true, but that would I mean, be a decision. I think selling, I, I think, uh, <laughs> why would you trade the wide <laughs> receiver one, you know? And what quarterback three on the season? Yeah. Uh, yeah it, it, like as as good as like trading high you know there's there's certain points why would you trade a 24 year old wide receiver one unless it's like an ungodly package um i, I mean put what, it out there what what
1: would you trade cd land for right now Jamar chase. if somebody
0: were Jamar chase straight up
1: what straight about up. what about what about justin jefferson straight up oh oh or yeah would, oh yeah Do you sorry. feel like you'd have jefferson to would you, would you feel like you'd have to pay more for jefferson no so you
0: think Cd Lamb, Jamar Chase, Jefferson, all same playing field? All those all, that that tier. I think C D has has this year cemented himself as a a tier one wide receiver one. Three players, a uh CD, Jamar Chase, Jefferson. Uh, I I really think I mean
2: that's consistent with what fantasy pros has is their their tier one right now as well.
0: I mean the kid, I mean, twenty-four, and I mean, Chase is still young. Jefferson is still young. I think these are the three wide receivers that, if you have on your team, you can keep them on the team and give those and uh, Antonio Brown numbers just consistently throughout the years. So, uh, gosh, there's a lot to think about in the future.
1: So, outside of trading him for another wide receiver, like, is there an amount of picks or a certain like <laughs> threshold of picks or huh. like? Are there other positions, like if you were if you were to get quarterback X or running back Y, are there other players out there besides the wide receivers
0: that you would oh, okay. consider it? Um, I would definitely consider CD for another top 10 quarterback. potential. like, and I would obviously add, add another, you know, add to that package, but the so only position like, I'd be interested in, oh, yes.
1: I, what about like Tua?
0: Because he was number 10 this year. it's a thought that is a thought you know what let me adjust Trevor Lawrence let me yes Trevor Lawrence I like his outlook better than that's for Trevor and you gotta think about
1: Tua no I I agree with MJ I think I think I would rather trade lamb for Lawrence than lamb for Tua
0: I might have to adjust that I would say I would say I would only include that how about this for uh top eight quarterback Top eight quarterback Instead of Rob a top 30. Team. Oh, number, number five on the year. Jordan I'm just, love. I'm, yeah. Jordan, Jordan love number <laughs> dynasty, ranked. dynasty ranked dynasty ranked. dynasty rank. Okay. So now you want, you want the me issues. to get, I don't, I don't <laughs> think <I've ever laughs> to the top eight dynasty quarterback, I guess. Because- That's why I adjusted it. That's why I adjusted it. I was like, wait a minute. Let me think. Top eight. Also, so I, think still- that, I think that might be an overpay for the person with the quarterback. Forward. Like, how about this? What, what would you consider uh Steve-O for trade? Uh, what would I have to add with CD to get CJ Stroud? Uh,
2: I think uh, top twenty running back or wide receiver. Okay,
0: Zay Flowers and CD. Oh, hell no! <laughs> you don't running like
2: back. Zay? He's he's, te- he's teetering on top twenty. Um, so I, as much as I like Zay, I don't think he would he would cut he would cut it for me. It's got to be. I guess you also have to think. I got an ASB and Jalen Waddle on my team. So if you throw Well,
0: (laughs) look, I mean, I like not Um, taking into consideration your team, just for the player.
2: Like CD and Bajan, you know.
1: (laughs) So for uh, based off fantasy pros, Trevor Lawrence is number nine dynasty quarterback right now. Number ten would be Kyler Murray. Um, above that could not disagree with that more. Really? So he has they have Fields at eleven, Tua at twelve, Dak at thirteen, Purdy at fourteen, Love at fifteen.
2: Trevor Lawrence was absolute trash this year with a really he good wasn't. wide receiver. He, he finished fifteen. He was also hurt some.
0: And no, 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 one else ahead of him was. It's like a hot mess. I don't know. They need to get <laughs> um, together.
1: I mean, but, Rich Richardson played like what three and a half games, and he's number eight. He was injured like the entire year.
0: <laughs> yeah,
2: he's got a lot of potential, I guess. But but MJ, would you would you consider the trade with Scott Chase versus Lamb giving up the stack? Because I feel like the value for you, like CD, has more value on your team specifically. He he,
0: he does he does like and, the stack and, is just so how hard. The
1: thing, like I would a hundred percent consider it. Just my Cowboys bias alone, but the fact that I would have him in all three of my dynasties would be crazy. But also, I think. I would be buying him at his peak. He's wide receiver one. Like, he deserves to be sold for that value. Like, I don't think it's crazy at all that you would ask for Jamar Chase or him straight up.
0: But, I mean, yeah, I, I don't, I agree, 100% agree with that. I mean, I just think like they're right now, this offense knows uh, its venue of success. And it's CD Lamb is a major part of that equation. And I feel like it's the same for Jefferson, it's the same for Jamar Chase. It's just like, which offensive system is working right now and who's quarter. I mean, it's just the windows windows, right? Jamar chase, of course, lost burrow. Uh, like, gosh, I, I love these long, these, uh these dynasty uh, debates right here, because I mean, it really, you really start getting to nitty uh, nit and grit. And well, you're going to
2: love this one, MJ. Oh gosh. <laughs> your song is that. So Raven by Raven Simone. Yes. Um, and of course the connection is your, your man, Lamar Jackson as the Raven. Um, granted this, this is not about Lamar specifically, but that's just the connection to the song. Okay. Um, if you could gaze into the future, future, you might think life would be a breeze. So it's the future that you can see your Mr. Prediction what are one or two big predictions you have going into twenty twenty four?
0: Oh, just in general. Yeah, just in general. Okay. Uh, big projections for twenty twenty four. Well, this isn't. Uh, this is not really going to be crazy. I, I think I think CJ Stroud is going to be a top three dynasty quarterback. Um, okay. well, is it like you think
2: he'll finish top three in scoring next year?
0: Uh, yes, I think he'll finish okay. top three in scoring with a full healthy season. Who's one and two? One, I I think Josh Allen's still going to be there, and I think, uh, well, I mean, this is I, my quarterback take. I think Lamar's going to be a top three quarterback too.
1: Woo! Wait, so my boy Hertz is going to fall out of the top three this next year?
0: Yeah, that's the hot <laughs> yeah. take of the year. That's my it's hot take.
1: It's out, a big out, section prediction.
0: I'll, I'll put I'll put Hertz at four.
1: If, oh, wow. if the NFL outlaws the tush push, maybe, which they better not, because that would be some
0: some duty. But I just think. Lamar is putting up an MVP season with a, the first year with this offensive season, uh, offensive scheme. I cannot wait for year two and with a healthy Mark Andrews as well. Um, well, that's my first hot take those quarterbacks in the top three. My second hot take is going to be, um, Oh man. I love, I love this. Uh, My second hot take is going to be, I think Mike Evans finishes once again. Well, this might be not be a hot take, but I think he's going to finish as a, once again, a top 10 wide receiver. Uh, He's going to be a wide receiver one next year as well. That might not be a hot take, but
2: I don't think uh, it's hot, but I also don't think he's going to be ranked top 10 in the most of ranking. So I feel like it's still a good outside the box prediction.
0: Like, I feel like I, I just can't, I can't bet against him. Like, Ten straight, a thousand yards. I think it's. I think it's a hot pool take, but not a hot tub take. Yeah, hot tub. Let me think. A hot tub. I wanna. I wanna give something hot tub. Um,
2: While you're thinking about that, think about this. Would you? Uh, would you? Use Stroud and Waddle for Prescott and Lamb. <laughs> Sorry, I just thought about that. I had to throw it out there. But keep going on your uh, your big prediction.
0: uh uh, stroud asb
2: okay okay well now we're now we're talking crazy now we're talking crazy you
0: you called stroud number three quarterback (laughs) next year well okay you were so you were baiting me you were baiting me you were trying to see what okay (laughs) anyway anyway um oh yeah my next uh man you threw me off right there um I want to do something with Puka, but I really think, I mean, that'd just be riding the hot wave, but, oh, I love these. I love these. Steven, you think Puka can
2: finish top five?
0: (sighs) I think that would be
1: hot, which I don't think I could get on board with that.
0: That'd be tough for me to get on board with that. Um, I would not get on board with that. That'd be a tough, that'd be a hot side bet. Where, where does Kyron Williams finish next year? Oh, even better. Um, I don't see the thing is I see no reason for the Rams to, I mean, do anything move away I, from him. Yeah, I really don't think, I, and I still believe in Zach Evans, who got very limited playing time. Sean McVay is very particular with with how he runs his offense, so I think they'll be fine with having Zach Evans as his backup. I I see Kyron fit easily, easily finishing top five next year. Probably. Top five, yeah. Like if you know, forbid they draft someone else, bring another vet in. I see no reason to on their hey, end.
2: Think about this time last year, what we were thinking about Cam Akers and how he finished the 2022 season. So just, just throwing out that.
1: Yeah. But, but Kyron didn't just finish hot. He was hot the entire year. He had four games where he scored zero points because he was injured, but go look at the rest of his 2023. Amazing.
0: I mean, you give him his average for those four games, and I I mean, shoot, I think he finishes. I think he finishes top five easily. I mean, I think he. Yeah.
2: I mean, I I don't think it's out of the question, but.
0: uh, That's tough, man.
1: So, real quick, of the uh, thirteen games he played, he only had three where he finished outside the top eleven, and that was. Running back 18, 27, and twenty-nine. So he never finished outside the top thirty at running back, and only three times finished outside the top eleven.
2: Um, shoot,
0: man, that's just so no, difficult.
2: No. You had you had a good you had a good your first first big prediction. Um, I think that's a.
0: But I mean, look, I'm just I'm so hyped for Lamar right now. I'm just <laughs> as you and, should be. And Stroud, uh, <laughs> I like what I like what we're seeing. You know, I'll think if I can think of another one before the episode ends, I'll, I'll spit it out. But great question, Stephen, as always.
2: All right, Scott, wrap us up with Fantasy Flash.
0: All right. The Fantasy Flash
1: finale, our uh, week 17. Ugh. Uh, <laughs> so as we know, going into week 17, MJ needed two to catch Stephen. Did he do it? Thursday night football, Jets versus Browns. More receptions, Garrett Wilson or Amari Cooper. And Amari Cooper was declared out two hours before the game. So Garrett Wilson won that 5-0. to zero. MJ with a point there, coming within one of Steven. Saturday night, we had the Lions versus my Cowboys. Uh, and this was a, a backup call, but uh, it was over under three and a half passing touchdowns. Steven and MJ went the same on this one with the over. And it was actually under. There were only three passing touchdowns. Uh, I got a point on that one. So MJ still won behind Steven. It brought yes. us to the Sunday night football game. And I had to differentiate. I Packers, have- Packers versus Vikings. Over under four and a half total touchdowns. And there were five, which was the over.
0: Steven, Steven and I picked and the over.
1: Yep. So... Our Fantasy Flash champion for 2023 is Steven, uh, dethroning MJ from 2022. Uh, the final running tallies of uh, of our records here I was 19 and 28. Uh, MJ was 25 and 22. Steven was 27 and 20, and our guests were 3 and 9. Uh, maybe I'll win Fantasy Flash next year, but. Definitely lower on the party list than repeating
0: as champ. MJ, you want to close this out? Yeah. Give me a second, man. I'm still reeling from l- losing fantasy flash. Uh, congratulations. Fun train. Um, I'll be back next year. That's all I have to say about that. <laughs> but awesome. Honestly, a really awesome fantasy season. You guys, uh, I, I, you know every year we try our best to to give our predictions and man I, every year I, I feel like we're always just blown away what happens um that's what i one of the reasons why i love fantasy so much and love the nfl so much um and of course we have the uh playoffs upcoming we have the super bowl coming up um so enjoy it while you can you know cuz we do have an off season and after that it's at that point it's just I don't know. It's up to you whether you make your trades, whether you prep enough for the rookie draft, the upcoming rookies, I'll be doing a ton of that work for you. So uh, you know, with the off season, uh really is my time to shine um and provide you the best content uh for the upcoming draft. So I hope you guys enjoy that. And of course we have our off-kilter uh MFKs coming up uh and Whatever we provide for you uh, in the off season, like I said, always, if you have something to suggest, please don't be afraid to reach out. Uh, we'd love to consider it and implement it in this upcoming season. We're running two seasons strong, gentlemen, which uh, makes me happy, makes me really happy. And this this is definitely one of the highlights of my uh, you know, fantasy season, my year doing this podcast. So thank you guys for your continued time. Steven, Scott, uh, thank you to all our guests who have been able to make it onto the show. We'd love to continue having guests on the show. So, uh, reach out if you'd love to appear on a podcast. Um, other than that, thank you to all our listeners as well. Um, for all your devoted time, all those five-star reviews, Hey, two thumbs up. Thank you so much for those. Um, and we hope to continue to provide, uh, the best content we can for you in the future. Uh, Scott,
1: yeah. Uh, thank you, MJ. Thank you, Steven, uh, for wrapping up another great year of, uh, the what's your fantasy podcast. Um, uh, we are definitely going to take a little break here, uh, before our next episode, but we'll have, we'll have a handful, uh, in the off season. Um, uh, this was actually our 48th episode. So we're going to hit 50, uh, in this next off season, which is crazy, right? Game of Thrones had wow. 73 episodes. We're, we're about to hit 50. Um, uh, putting that in perspective. Right. Um, But no, thank you to all of our listeners out there. We really appreciate it. Um, We hope you enjoy this. We hope you enjoy all the back and forth, the banter. Um, We hope you get something out of it. Uh, And uh, if you won, congratulations, Uh, go out and do it again next year. Uh, If you didn't, look back at what uh, maybe you could have done differently. Sometimes there's nothing you could have done differently. And you know what? It's the beautiful thing about fantasy is everybody basically starts with a clean slate next year. Um, Dynasty is a little bit different, but there's still so much that you can do to change your outcomes. Um, so uh, never give up, never surrender. Stephen, what do you got?
2: Yeah, it was a fun season. Um, thank you both for everything y'all do for the pod and for picking up for me when i missed a few episodes um, looking forward to, to more to come and definitely want to incorporate more ideas from the listeners so please reach out with uh, with anything y'all got we love hearing from you and uh thank you again for for listening and let's ride into 2024
0: yeah thank you guys and uh with that signing off for the uh Well, last time for the fantasy season, for the 2023 season, Uh, it's What's Your Fantasy, a fantasy football podcast. We'll see you guys next time. Sweet, sweet fantasy, baby.